Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. And welcome to another edition of the Lunch Learn with Dr. Bayer. I'm your host, Dr. Bayer Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist, founder of drpiersblog.com, and the host of the Lunch Learn with Dr. Bayer, your number one podcast for patient advocacy, helping you empower yourself for better health. This week, we bring you episode 88, which is going to be a doozy. We are talking about physician bias especially for patients who are overweight and obese. And this is something that I unfortunately ran into a little bit of a social media beef. We'll be talking about that on the episode regarding this topic. So I definitely wanted to give it my just due, do my little homework before I brought it to the podcasting community. Like always, if you are on my show notes, head over to drprsblog.com forward slash LLP 088 or just lunch learnpod.com, all one word, and you'll get the show notes there. Uh, you guys have been absolutely amazing. Again, remember, if you have not had a chance, go ahead and subscribe to the show and tell a friend to subscribe and listen uh, to an episode that I think is going to touch a lot of people. If it doesn't affect you, it probably affects someone it does. So again, we're talking about bias in the health industry for overweight and obese patients and we're going to be talking about how that negatively impacts not only the patient and doctor relationship but really affects the patient's health. This episode is brought to you by the Lunch and Learn Community Store, where we are living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. In the Lunch and Learn Community Store, you can get your favorite t-shirts, ebooks, as well as other related products by Dr. Barry. Head over to shop.drpiersblog.com and get a chance to get 10% off your first purchase by using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Again, shop.drpiersblog.com. Live out the motto, empower yourself for better health. All right, guys, so I want to say that the reason why I'm starting this episode because I read something somewhere that kind of motivated me. But unfortunately, that isn't the case on this episode, right? So this episode, I was actually in, for those who know, I'm obviously I'm a social media buff. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. LinkedIn, Facebook, and if you don't follow me in, in all of those places, it's at Dr. Barry Pierre, right? Same username everywhere. But I'm on, so I'm on Twitter, and on Twitter this day, someone, there was a, a trending theme where a person makes a general statement, and they, in their mind, repeat uh, a certain phrase. For example, if I say, to my wife, hey, what do you want to eat? In my mind, I'm saying, please don't say, please don't say, please don't say it, please don't say it, please don't say it. And then she says, I don't know, what do you want to eat? And that was kind of the overlying theme, right? Like they uh, statements get said out loud, and in their head, they're hoping that the person doesn't reply with a very obvious uh, reply that they think the person's going to say. So this is where I got in trouble, right? I didn't really get in trouble, but again, this is where I kind of got in trouble. Uh, a person, you know, and, uh, you know, we won't even keep her, we won't even put, put the person's name out there, right? Uh, she, the, her phrase was, fat person goes to the doctors, I have an earache. 
and her phrase in her mind, she's hoping that the doctor um, doesn't say, have you tried losing weight? And I laughed and said, it's true. And the reason why I said it's true is because I'm in both fields, right? I'm, I'm in the field of physician and I'm in the field of being overweight. And I, I've experienced both sides of the coin where a lot of your health issues and disparities always get blamed on you being overweight, right? And here is this person who comes in for an earache and somehow, some way, she's hoping and she, she's crossing her fingers that her doctor doesn't somehow try to mention her weight. And the doctor still mentions her weight, right? So I laughed, and she wasn't very happy about me laughing. And she she even noted that it, it was funny that as a physician that I would even be laughing, and that's essentially what all physicians do, right? So again, she clearly misinterpreted me saying, hey, you know what? This is true. This happens. Uh, this person was just more upset, and I, and I even replied. I said, it seems like you didn't actually didn't read my reply because I actually agreed with you, but they were upset, and of course I wanted to take that that moment to. Of course, everything's a, a learning moment, right? So here I am, an innocent reply to a Twitter post that came down my timeline, and here was this person on the other end who felt that as a physician I shouldn't even be laughing at the subject matter, even if I agree, right? Which again I actually disagree with, but. Everyone has their valid points. So I wanted to kind of look up and see, like, hey, you know what? What type of bias is out there for the overweight, obese patient, especially when it comes to the healthcare workers? And i am be honest, I was actually surprised. I was actually taken aback by how much work has kind of gone into the bias that our healthcare industry has for people who are overweight and obese. And how some of the negative impact it has not only on the people who are doing the bias, right? The people who are the culprits of it, but also on the patients, right? Because again, again, we're the number one podcast for patient advocacy, right? So the question is, how does it affect the patient when your physician is biased? And this is something that they've been looking at since the 1970s, right? This is a theme that they've seen, that they've noticed uh, amongst our healthcare field when it comes to patients who are overweight and now definitely obese in, in that matter. And so again, when, if for anyone who, you know, if you have the time, if you're, if you're a nerd like me and you have the time, uh, you'll see that there are a lot of different articles out there just trying to implore that physicians try to fight back some of their bias uh, that they have against obese patients, right? So I want to read, and this is from the uh, osteopathic.org. This is an osteopathic magazine uh, that's online. And they have a post that says, the seven steps physicians can take to combat bias against patients who are obese, right? So these are seven steps, seven clear steps that they say, hey, if you're a physician out there, and honestly, if you're any health professional out there, and you feel that you may have some bias or may have some ill will towards patients who are overbeast, this is what I think you should do. And the first thing, right, which I love, right, was take a test to see how biased are you, right? Because majority of the time when you talk to anyone who you are accusing of a level of bias, again, you know, I've, I've talked about it in the past, in the past how being on the admissions committee 
on my residency program and being on uh, a part of the committee at, you know, from, from a distance, even in medical school, I realized the inherent bias that went into choosing the quote-unquote ideal candidate. So here you are as a physician, uh, a health practitioner, who is supposed to be able to turn a blind eye and take care of the patient, but you can't even do that yourself. So I thought it was a very interesting that the first thing they wanted that person to do is, hey, if you think you're biased, take this test just to see how biased are you. Because a lot of people are, it's very difficult to change someone who doesn't think something is actually wrong, right? But if you have this concrete test in front of you, and I will put a link to the test, if you have this concrete test in front of you that says like, hey, not only are you biased, but you're biased by like this degree, it actually makes you much more cognizant of what you say and how you say it and how you need to approach people. Uh, their their second line item they talked about you know making sure that all of the patients' health issues are are addressed right again this was what the the girl in the tweet uh, was having an issue with right she comes in for uh, you know a fictitious earache and here goes a physician asking and saying that oh it's because you're overweight right now again there are some things that you know can can run it uh, to awry right and in fact I actually replied. Uh, under her post when I talked about patients who may be coming in for knee pain, right? This is an osteoarthritic type condition, right? Which is worsened with uh, excess weight. So here, and I made a scenario of a patient, hey doc, I'm coming here complaining of uh, knee pain. And then I actually had a picture meme of me sweating, but not actually answering the question because in the back of my mind, I really, truly want to say, maybe you're sweating because you're overweight, but I don't want to dismiss other reasons why your knee could be in pain, right? So again, that's that catch-22, uh, uh, which is why I laughed uh, on the original post of the girl, because I thought like, wow, you know what? I am in situations where I do have to blame the weight, and I don't want to blame the weight, especially me being overweight as I am. Right, I don't want to be blaming weight because again, it's 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 a whole different discussion, right? And we'll we could we'll talk about this in a later uh, podcast, right? It's a whole different discussion when uh, the person who is also affected is trying to help you, right? So if, if when the person who is like myself overweight is telling you to lose weight, you know what? It may not, you know, go over as well, right? And I, and we're, we'll talk about patient encounters. Uh, sometime in the uh, near future on some podcast episodes where, you know, I've had some very testy uh, appointments with patients because here this was me, this uh, physician who was overweight, but here you are, a patient who's also overweight and hypertensive and diabetic and high cholesterol, and I'm telling you to lose weight and you're looking like me, like, hey, if I got to lose weight, what do you got to do? Which, again, totally understandable. But as a physician, I'm able to somehow block out uh, the common sense in my statement and still say, hey, you need to lose some weight. And, and that's, that's always been, that's been a driver for me, for me now. If you follow me on Instagram, again, at Dr. Barry Pierre, um, I am in an accountability group with uh, my fraternity brothers, uh, Fit Iotis. And we're always essentially posting when we're going to the gym to help make sure we motivate others to get to the gym. 
and it's and it's in that same ilk. The reason why I wanted to do it is because I wanted to be able to tell that patient, "Hey, you need to lose weight," and not feel bad about it, right? Because if I'm losing weight, you should be able to lose some weight too, right? That's that's the thought process. Even though I know there's a different, there's a million different reasons why a person can or cannot lose weight, and um, I'm gonna actually have a special guest. Uh, an obesity specialist uh, on the podcast pretty soon uh, to kind of talk about some of those uh, different aspects of obesity. So we're, we're, like I said, in 2019, uh, we're going to be hitting hard a lot of topics that may seem a little controversial, but really to get that that the discussion going, sometimes it has to be, right? So we get back to, back to where we were at, right? So you have uh, physician bias, uh, against patients who are overweight, right? And this is, it's tough. So one of the first things they tell you, especially when you're trying to get over said bias, is recognize that you have it, recognize how much it is and how severe it is, and then understand that when your patients come to you, uh, yes, their weight could be an issue, but making sure you're listening to the patient and trying to uh, elucidate a different reason if it is possible, right? A different reason for why they're in your office besides their weight, right? Because they know about the weight, they hear about the weight, um, they're very conscious about their weight. Uh, but if all you do is blame every that one of their little problems on their weight, guess what's going to happen? And we'll talk about this towards the end. Uh, they don't want to come see you, right? Because they know, like, ah, oh, yeah, I got to go see him. My my belly hurts, but I already know he's going to say something stupid about my weight. Right, like I already know, I already know it. So you know what? I'm not even gonna go see him, and that's what's happening, right? You have people who are just outright skipping the healthcare, right? Healthcare screenings, healthcare visits, because of that fear of being so great that someone's gonna talk about my weight if I go over there. So I don't even want to do it, right? So again, that's that's a big thing for us. So again, uh, number one uh, is the, the for seven steps of trying to get over our bias, right? Take a test. Uh, to say to show how biased we are. Number two, making sure that we're really including all of the uh, patient's health issues, right, and not use just the weight as a problem. Number three, understand that uh, for patients who are overweight, obese, there are a lot of different issues that can uh, mask itself and hide under the fact that the person's obese. So you have to go looking, right? You have to be a detective. Uh, for these patients. And, you know, number four, they, they noted about, you know, just being empathetic with your patient, right? Like, again, the patients know they're overweight, right? No, and again, let me put this disclaimer out there right now. For anyone who may be listening in the lunch learning community, there is not a single person who is overweight who does not notice that they're overweight, right? I promise you, you do not have to tell them uh, to, and think that you're actually, you know, surprising them, right? Like, they are 100% aware that they are overweight. And we, we got to understand that uh, you just calling them overweight without giving any actionable tips, right? Like that's the, I see it and I see this happen on social media all the time. Uh, I have friends who are skinny, uh, who are consistently talking, well, uh, if you ate this, if, you ate, if you're, you're big because of this, you're big because of that, but they're never giving any actionable tips on trying to lose it, right? So they're just kind of talking just to talk. So if you're an obese, overweight patient, you're going to tune those type of people out. Why? Because if those type of people keep just calling you fat and keep blaming everything on you being fat, but never give you any solutions to not be fat, right, that's a problem, right? That's 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 an issue that we, we got to you know, understand that uh, it's it, it's not helpful to nobody. 
So number five, number five, they talk about just kind of acknowledging uh, how difficult it is to not only lose weight, but keep the weight off, right? Understanding that it is a process, right? Understanding that just like for my patients who smoke cigarettes, I know that I can't say, oh, quit smoking cigarettes. And then the next time they come see me in two months, three months, that they're going to be stunned smoking cigarettes. Like I'm very realistic with it. But I think a lot of people, especially for uh, when it comes to in the health industry, when it comes to patients who are obese, overweight, uh, we're very unrealistic with what we expect them and how quickly we expect them to do things. Right. And that, and I think that's, you know, that, that drives home the fact, right? Again, if you become more realistic and say, you know what? Yeah, they want to lose weight, but I look at their income forces them to only eat certain foods and those certain foods, especially if they're cheaper, tend to be uh, less healthier. Right. So, again, all of these things you have to take into account. Again, that's just me kind of putting my my public health hat on, understanding that, you know, every every, uh, you know, one saying doesn't fit all right. Again, every one size shirt does not fit everybody. So understanding that you have to mold and be able to change, change your uh, approach, change your direction, change your pattern just based on who it is, is going to be a very important first physician. Right. Very important. Uh, the the number six, um, they talked about, you know, just understanding uh, that um, you know, a small amount of weight uh, can be a big thing, right? So, again, understanding and telling your patients that like, you don't got to lose all the weight, right? Again, just lose five, just lose 10 pounds, just, just go there, uh, and that's going to make a world of a difference, right? So trying to, you know, build good expectations amongst your, your patients uh, is going to do wonders in, in that regards, right? And uh, last but not least, right, we're going to consider the evidence-based models of health behavior, such as cognitive behavioral therapy and motivational interviewing. I can tell you those last two issues are where physicians, mostly, especially GPs, um, fall short. Um, they don't really know how to talk to their patient. They don't know how to uh, persuade their patient to do uh, actionable steps, right? So they don't know how to do those things, so they always fall behind. And again, it's difficult, right, to convince someone to change what they're doing, right, if you don't give them a reason to change. Um, I listened, I, for those who don't know, again, I'm a, um, the CEO of Pure Medical Consulting, so I do a lot of uh, consulting on the side. Um, and because of my consulting arm, you know, I listen to a lot of marketing podcasts. And uh, one, one, one I love listening to, Marketing Secrets by Russell Brunson. Um, he always talks about the, the change and what, what it takes psychologically to get someone to change. And we don't, especially in a physician, we don't do a good enough job psychologically trying to explain to our patients why they need to change. So that's why they don't change, right? We don't explain why cigarettes are bad. We just say cigarettes are bad, stop doing it. But if you don't explain it, then the patient really has no connection of why not to do it, right? That's why most of the time when you see a person quit cold turkey, it's after they had a heart attack, after they had the stroke. Because they're like, whoa, like this is some serious consequence if I just continue to do what I'm doing now. Right, so that that's where uh, it comes into play. Uh, you know, being able to talk to your patient, persuade your patient, and guide your patient to a, a new uh, saying, right? A new way of life, a new way of tradition. Now, when I when I again, when I was doing my my, my googling and you know, doing my homework on just the bias of physicians, and 
the, the industry of uh, the patients who are obese and overweight, I started looking like expanding it out. Right. I started saying, all right, well, if physicians are, you know, biased, who else in the health industry is biased? And and unfortunately, this is something that affects a lot of people, a lot of different uh, fields. Right. Nursing, uh, pharmacy. Uh, this even goes down into the students. Right. So even the students, whether you're a medical student, pharmacy student, even uh, as a student, you start becoming biased in the uh, bias against uh, overweight patients and bias against obese patients. And just like in episode 86, where we talk about when the physician has a lack of cultural competency, patients will stop going to them. That's what's starting to happen now, right? Especially for our patients who are obese and overweight. They are beginning to shy away from the healthcare system in general because, again, they don't want to deal with that, right? Again, imagine, again, you pay that copay. You tell your doctor you have an earache, and he's telling you to lose weight. You're like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, that's what are you talking about? Like, so that's that's what's happening. So they're just staying away. And for me, as a physician and as a patient advocate, right, I don't want you to stay away from your physician, right, because that's when you get sicker, and that's when, by the time you do have to see a doctor, we're telling you, hey. I know you just came in for a regular checkup, but you got hypertension, diabetes, and high cholesterol, and you need to be on three different medications. So, you know, that's when that's when that starts happening is when patients stay away from us for a long time. So we don't want you to stay away from us for a long time. So we have to do our part as a physician not to do that, right? Again, that I, I learned that day, right, when, you know, I got put out uh, during my little social media fire that... Uh, I I clearly had some type of bias against fat patients, right? Again, I didn't think I did, right? But that's where you have to take a test. That's where you have to look into yourself and really try to piece down uh, all the issues and concerns that may be happening uh, because you have it now, right? Like, again, I, when, during my research, uh, I came across a link uh, for at self.com. It says, weight stigma kept me out of the doctor office for almost a decade a decade. So 10 years, this person stayed away from the healthcare system because of they didn't want to hear the fact that they needed to lose the weight. 10 years. Imagine all the stuff that happens in 10 years, right? In 10 years, your blood pressure shoots to the roof. In 10 years, you have a stroke. In 10 years, you get diabetes. In 10 years, we're talking about amputating a leg. In 10 years, we're talking about going on dialysis, right? Like all the things, things happen during this time that you're avoiding the doctor's office, all because you don't want to hear that your your weight is what's causing the problem, right? So again, I want to you know implore you, especially this episode here uh, was definitely motivated by a learning opportunity. Again, that's what I call these things, right? A learning opportunity for me to really kind of hone in on what's going on with the patient, and I realized that you know what, there's a, a section of patients. I'm sorry, a segment of patients who really feel that the only time their doctor talks to them is to tell them to lose some weight. And regardless of what they come into the office for, it's, hey, yes, I know you go for a cold. Here's your antibiotics. Oh, by the way, lose some weight. All right. So we and we don't want that. Right. We want our patients to want to come to us. So when they do have trouble losing weight, they say, hey, doc, I'm having trouble losing weight. What can you do for me? 
Like, hey, doc, I'm having trouble following my exercise regimen. What can you do for me, right? Like, we want patients to do that. We don't want them staying away from us because they are frustrated and tired because we keep calling them fat and we keep blaming every single thing they got because they're fat. Even though, and, and that's why I hate these studies that talk about, you know, the associating symptoms and obesity usually is one way or the other. Uh, because usually, it, again, really kind of makes no sense because most of the time we talk about patients who are diabetic and hypertensive and hyperlipidemic. A lot of those patients may be overweight for dietary reasons, right? But they always kind of lump in that obesity is a risk factor. So we have to treat it like a risk factor, which I, I think we've kind of went too much on a deep end. So now we're treating it like you're uh, you know, a leper. And we're saying, like, oh, my God, you're obese. Like, you don't clean. Oh, my God, you're obese. You don't follow directions. Oh, my God, you're obese. You don't take your medications, right? Like, that's how we're looking at patients who are obese, especially with our biased eyes. And we want to remove our biased eyes to get down to the nitty-gritty and the bottom of what's going on for the patient. So that's my episode for this week. Like I said, uh, episode 88, I think, is a good one. It's one that, you know, may spark a little discussion. And, you know, I think if we're honest with ourselves, especially in the physician and the healthcare world, as practitioners, uh, we have to understand that we are a big part of the data that's there, right? Because, again, this isn't just stuff that's made up. They've been talking about this since 1969, the bias of healthcare workers associated with obese and overweight patients, right? This is 1969. So this ain't a new problem, but this is a problem that we can fix together. So you guys have a great and blessed day. Remember, if you have not had a chance, go ahead and check out uh, the podcast and subscribe at your favorite podcast uh, station, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, my podcast episode is likely there. If not, tell me so I can make sure my podcast gets there. Oh, iTunes Radio, Spotify. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. And if you have a chance, especially my Apple Podcast users, First of all, shout out to you, Team Apple, right? And second, if you're an Apple Podcast user, go ahead and uh, hit the subscribe button and then hit the five stars and give me a review. Say, hey, Dr. Barry, I listened to episode 88 and you are amazing in it. Uh, please keep doing what you do. Now, you guys have a great and blessed day. I'm going to see you guys next week.